Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. What are the top five crises in the Middle East? We're going to find out later this hour. But up now, it's Devo time. Call or text 800-555-7898 to join the conversation. Well, it is Don and Steve in the morning. Without Don, she is off today, but don't worry. It's all right. It's a scheduled day off for her, and uh, she's going to be back with us, Lord willing, on Monday. You know, if you were uh, here a week ago, you know she was out because it was Tech Week for the play that uh, she has been in. And last weekend was opening weekend. This weekend is weekend number two and closing weekend of that show. Um, So she's uh, taking a little time off to not only make sure that she's got that down and ready to go for uh, tomorrow night's performances and also Saturday and Sunday, but uh, actually people coming in town to, to see the show as well. So spending a little time with them, but glad that you are here with us. And as Briggs just said a moment ago, we're going to spend a little time looking at some crises, evolving crises happening in the Middle East. You know, we hear some of the stories of what's going on over there. And you wonder when there's so much persecution, when the church is under attack, when human rights are being violated, when all of these things are happening, the unrest and the war, where is the gospel showing up over there? How is the church making a difference and what can be done when it feels like it is so dark there. We're going to be talking with uh, Dr. Rex Rogers. He's the president of a faith-based Middle East multimedia organization. So that conversation is coming up in just a little bit. And then next hour, we're going to be joined by uh, Dr. Gary Chapman as we spend a little time talking about simple ways to speak the five love languages to your kids and how love is a choice. What does it look like when, if you're familiar with the love languages from Dr. Gary Chapman, what does it actually look like when you begin to put these into practice? Maybe you've done that over your marriage and you've seen positive change, but maybe you're in a place right now where you're wondering, I don't know that there's anything more that we could do. I don't know how to love my spouse well, and I'm certainly not feeling loved by them. Well, how How could that potentially change? We'll talk with Dr. Chapman coming up uh, in about an hour about that. So hope that you'll join the conversation. You can certainly do that at any time since the microphone with the tiara is empty this morning. Would love to hear your voice. Certainly welcome to call or text at any time, 800-555-7898. One other thing to tell you about here, Facebook is acting up. So I know just about every day we say, if you want this morning's devotional, Go to Facebook. We've got the link posted there. That is not true today because Facebook, for whatever reason, is not allowing us to post anything to Facebook this morning. So you cannot get the Devo there, and uh, we may or may not be able to put links to some of the authors and guests that we have on the show today on there as well. Uh, So what you can do if you want a link to any of these things, whether it's this morning's devotional, the different uh, websites and ministries that we're talking about, You can text this morning. And the number to text is 800-555-7898. That's 800-555-7898. Well, as we do just about every morning, we're going right to the Word and beginning our day in that way, just kind of thinking uh, through what Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2 say today. And man, 
I love this passage in a, in a Bible study that I'm in. We were just looking at this this past week. And here's what Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2 say. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. You know, God's timing is perfect. When he speaks, the time to respond in obedience is now. We often act as if we've got all the time in the world to obey him. But history does not wait on our commitments or on our time. There's no such thing as postponing a decision with God. Either we obey or we disobey. Either we act in faith or we act in unbelief. We act in obedience or disobedience. When God announces that now is the acceptable time, what you do next is critical. How often people have been unprepared when a word came to them from the Lord. God has said, now is the time for you to respond to me. And the response was, but I'm not ready yet. I've got some things I need to do first. Read about that in Matthew 8. But God's timing is always perfect. He knows you. And he is fully aware of your circumstances. He knows all that he's built into your life up until this point right now. He knows what's going to happen in the future. And he knows all of these things. So when he extends his invitation, he already knows all that you've got on your plate right now. He also knows that his resources are more than adequate for any assignment that he gives you. That's why scripture tells us that God is concerned with our hearts. If we do not keep our heart in love with Jesus, our disobedience when God speaks could affect the lives of others. When God speaks, it's always out of the context of eternity. And we don't have to know, we can't possibly know, all the implications of what God is asking. We just have to know that when a word is given from a mighty God, now is the acceptable time to respond. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. On YouTube today, Steve Copeland of Mission Field USA joins us to talk about this Mission Field of America. Click the bell to subscribe at youtube.com forward slash at Dawn and Steve to be reminded each time a new video drops. We're going to spend a little time talking about a different mission field this morning, talking about the evolving crises that we see in the Middle East and what is the role of the church there? How is the gospel being presented? How do you present the gospel in some countries that honestly are going to be extremely hostile to that? And joining us to talk a little bit more about that this morning is Dr. Rex Rogers. He's the president of faith-based Middle East multimedia organization called Sat7 USA. Dr. Rex, welcome. It's good to have you with us this morning. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. All right. For those uh, who are saying Sat7, it sounds like it's some kind of satellite type thing. Um, where are you going? What do you know? What is Sat7? What is your mission and vision? Well, you put your finger on it. It's satellite. Uh, for 26 years, we've been satellite Christian television in the Middle East and North Africa. Of course, now we're online with video on demand and social media. 
but uh, speaking to 25 or so countries in their own languages of Arabic, Farsi, and Turkish. Wow. And so any idea approximately how many people you have the potential of reaching there? Well, the potential of reaching is 550, 575 million people. Wow. Uh, they all, you know, 98% of them have television sets and they do tune in. Illiteracy is still very high in various parts of the Middle East. So watching TV is key. It's not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, now, does 550 watches? Probably not, but right. it's very difficult to get numbers. I, I would imagine so. And in the parts of the world that you are broadcasting into, is there a danger for people to be watching your television channel there? Uh, there could be, and there have been incidents we've heard about, but the beauty of satellite television is it broadcasts directly to your TV set in your home, and there's no other inter intermediary kind of agency. All you have to have is the TV set and the connection to the satellite dish. And it's free to air. They don't pay a monthly fee like we do for our services. All right. So when you put the uh, programming out there, what types of Christian programming is it? Well, for us, it's, uh, you know, it's biblically based Christian television, every form of legitimate program genre that you can think of, whether it's uh, music videos or sitcoms or dramas or films or panels or quiz shows or cartoons, uh, go down the list. Uh, we've used them all. And uh, over the 26 years that you have been doing this, have you seen um, basically the, or how have you seen the types of programming evolve from when you started to where you are today? What does that change look like? Well, when Sat7 was first started in 1995, went on the air in 96 by Dr. Terry Ascott, uh, based, by the way, we're based in Cyprus, a little island country there in the Mediterranean. Uh, people didn't know if they could get anybody appear on the other, you know, the front side of the camera because of fear, uh, especially in the Arab world. But that quickly changed, and Sat7 actually contributed to the development of on-air personalities for other, other channels as well as their own. And uh, Christians there are eager to get on air. Their conviction and their courage sometimes puts me uh, certainly to shame, and I think about it, and I think, wow, I don't know if I have that kind of faith and stamina, but they, they do so. Yeah. And God has used it. So kind of help me understand how this works. You're, you're headquartered in, in Cyprus there, broadcasting out of Cyprus? You broadcast out of Cyprus, but, you know, we actually employ a firm out of Slovenia. You know, this is the modern age. Yeah. Uh, you know, you started out with the little disc and then the VHS tapes and hand carrying things years ago. Now it's all done on the internet, all done online uplinked and uh, that's the company that takes our content puts it all the way up there in the air because they literally are satellites floating around up there sure uh, and puts it on satellite which then of course is broadcast down to the tv sets in the middle east and north africa so when you have people who agree to jump on camera and they're going to be you know talking about current news events and what's going on in the world and even you know sharing the gospel and the hope of christ in the midst of chaos and all of that are they doing that from cyprus or are they doing that from different locations all around the middle east well we have studios in cairo which is sometimes called the hollywood of the middle east not because of us but because of all the other production that comes out of there in the last 30 years uh we have studios in beirut those are our two arabic language studios we have a studio in Istanbul, which is, of course, Turkish language, and they've been under a great deal of pressure because of the earthquake. They weren't affected directly, but they're broadcasting. 
And then we have studios in terms of Farsi, that's Iran, mm-hmm. not in Tehran, but in Cyprus and in London, where we produce Farsi language programming. Farsi programming, by the way, can also be understood by people who speak Dari in Afghanistan. So we're broadcasting into Afghanistan, Tajikistan as well. Well, when we come back in just a few moments, want to talk a little bit about what is going on in those couple of countries that Dr. X Rogers just mentioned, Iran, how they're on edge right now, how women and girls are in dire straits in Afghanistan. We'll talk about some of the other challenges that people are facing, especially believers facing in the Middle East. As we continue talking with Dr. Rex Rogers, president of Sat7 USA, want to encourage you to connect with them. Find out more. I, like I said earlier, I'd put the link on Facebook, but for whatever reason, it's acting up today. And it's not just us. Um, Facebook is having problems. So we're happy to text the link to you, or you can go directly to sat7usa.org. That is sat7usa.org. More with Dr. Rogers in minutes here on Moody Radio. Rise and shine. It's Dawn and Steve time. Good morning from Moody Radio. We're glad you're here. Call or text 800-555-7898 to join the conversation. And that is the best way to connect with us this morning because Facebook is uh, not allowing us to post. So if you want info about stuff we're talking about on the show, simply text and ask for that. We're happy to send you links, 800-555-7898. Or go directly to sat7usa.org as we continue talking with Dr. Rex Rogers, president of the faith-based Middle East multimedia organization, Sat7USA. And they've been delivering Christian programming via satellite television for 26 years in the Middle East. And Dr. Rogers, I want to spend a few minutes talking about what actually is happening in the Middle East and, and some of the crises and evolving crises that we see happening today. Understand in Iran, human rights protests are happening, and that really has that country on edge. Well, Iran's, of course, been in the news, has been displaced for a while by the earthquake, and rightly so. But yeah, Iran, it's social unrest. Uh, we don't know where it's going to go. Uh, you don't almost know how to pray. Of course, we would like to see you know, regime change, but that's not what Sat7 is about. We're not a political organization. We're trying to broadcast Christian teaching and truth and encouragement. There are Christians on the ground in Iran, Iranians. Uh, they desperately need our prayers, our support, the sense that we're out there and know that that they exist. Uh, and some of them, of course, are risking their lives, and some of them have paid for their lives. And uh, most recent thing is all these little girls that have been poisoned, and we don't know if that was uh, an accident or if that, you know, elementary schools or if that was some kind of regime kind of activity. We just don't know. Hmm. Well, you uh, bring up little girls and in certain parts of the Middle East, women and little girls certainly find themselves in dire straits. I know we're broadcasting into Afghanistan, and that is one of the areas where they certainly uh, face an, an uphill battle there. Talk, talk a little bit about what it's like to be female in Afghanistan. Well, I don't know that I know other than what I've read, and it's not good. And uh, certainly um, the Taliban has um, gone back on some of its proclamations during the change that took place a year or more ago. Uh, They've tightened restrictions. They have prevented women from and girls from going to school, certainly higher education, Uh, You know, they basically are saying 50% or 52% of our population doesn't matter. Mm. And uh, they deny themselves all that talent, energy, ability, uh, and well-being simply out of some ideological idea that women are second-class citizens. So, yes, we broadcast into Iran or into Afghanistan. We can reach into the valleys where they grow the poppy, the opium, Mm -hmm. uh, which is their 
cash crop, by the way. That's what fuels the Taliban. Uh, we can reach those places where the soldiers Russian before and Americans later could never get. Yeah. Well, that's it's cool. Military hasn't been able to get there, but Christian programming is, is getting there through uh, Sat7. And what are some of the stories that maybe you're hearing coming out of Iran, Afghanistan, that part of the world in terms of the impact of Sat7 and Christian gospel, uh, the Christian gospel going out via satellite television? Well, we get contacted mostly by social media uh, every day, and uh, not every day necessarily from a given country, but every day, and we hear a lot of anecdotal stories. Of course, people are asking for prayer. Uh, women are asking, saying, I haven't seen my husband in five years. I don't know if he's alive or dead. Uh, I haven't seen my son. I think he's in prison. Please pray for him. Uh, it's very difficult, as we just referenced, for women. Uh, beyond that, it's not easy for men, and especially if they're Christians, they have to hide their their faith in some way, or they can risk their lives or risk their families. Uh, so we try to broadcast kind of a connection. Uh, we hear a lot about dreams and visions from the Middle East and North Africa, and I know there's different theological perspectives on that, but we do not hear people typically writing in and saying, I had a I had a dream and I woke up a Christian. They don't claim that because it's not biblical. Mm -hmm. They say, I had a dream about a man in white, and he said, find my people, find my church, or find my building, uh, or, or find my word, and they'll look for a Bible and meet a Christian. And through that, they come to Christ later when they hear the word of God. We hear a lot of that uh, in Iran as well as in Afghanistan and sometimes in the Arab world, too. <laughs> Uh, we uh, also are hearing that there's a lot of economic turmoil that is going on in the Middle East right now, and that is uh, leading to a hunger crisis. W what's actually happening there, and how is that turmoil impacting people actually being able to survive? Well, we've had, you know, here, what, 9% inflation, or we've had 13 or 15 or 18, depending on what commodity we look at you know, during our recent experience, and we complain about that and understand why. But over there, it can be 120%, and it can be uh, even higher in places like Lebanon. Uh, Lebanon is, is, the, is the only country in the Middle East where there's a modicum of religious liberty. And we really have to be concerned about Lebanon. Lebanon's about the size of Connecticut. There's about 4 million Lebanese, and there's like at least 2, maybe 2.5 two million, according to the UN, uh, refugees who have come in from Iraq or Syria living inside Lebanon. It's a very difficult situation. Inflation there is completely out of control, uh, hurts our staff, and hurts everybody there. That happens throughout the Middle East. You mentioned food. The spinoff or side effect of the Ukraine-Russia conflict war, however you want to designate that, uh, is food insecurity, as they call it, a humanitarian organization's label, in the Middle East and North Africa. Again, in places like Lebanon or even Egypt, that got most of their grain. Most of us here in America, we don't realize that Ukraine is sort of the Kansas, Nebraska of, of Europe, of a huge production of wheat and barley and all the other grains, corn. Uh, now that's not flowing freely to the Middle East and North Africa, and so it's creating extreme difficulties, even getting bread, which is a huge staple in the Middle East and North Africa. So, yeah, they have layered crises, we say. they don't. One crisis, the, like the pandemic hasn't gone away. Yeah. So even even COVID is still threatening in some areas, much more so than it is now in the United States. Well, we're talking with Dr. Rex Rogers this morning, the president of Sat7 USA, about some of the challenges, the crises that are being faced in the Middle East, giving us an idea of how we can pray more effectively for that part of the world, but also uh, knowing that they are 
with intentionality, broadcasting the good news of the gospel into these different areas, about 25 different languages. And uh, if you're not aware of them, I want you to go find out more, check them out, even uh, pray about getting involved, supporting in some way. Sat7USA.org is the website. Happy to text that to you at 800-555-7898. Thanks for being with us. Why not take Dawn and Steve with you wherever you go? Download the Moody Radio app. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. You're going to find it at your app store, and it is free, so go get it. It's a great way to listen, kind of on demand, whenever it fits your schedule. And we're talking with Dr. Rex Rogers this morning. He is president of the faith-based Middle East multimedia organization called Sat7USA, and their website, if you want to find out more, sat7usa.org. Broadcasting the good news of the gospel into the Middle East, about 25 different languages, um, Turkish, Arabic, Farsi, all these different ones, and uh, bring up Turkey because a lot of us recently, Dr. Rogers, have been paying a little attention to what's been going on in Turkey and Syria with the recent earthquakes there. The loss of life is absolutely devastatingly incredible. Over 50,000 now dead and millions upon millions of lives impacted by this. Uh, what is what is Sat7 doing in Turkey and Syria? Well, you know, sometimes in a in a crisis like this, a physical crisis, you need physical relief. And so we report on that. We encourage it, as you would as a Christian radio, and you encourage those humanitarian organizations, Christian and non-Christian, that are providing food and clothing and shelter and safety and medical. Uh, That's not us. I mean, we're media. So what's media do, Christian media? Well, we provide spiritual relief. And maybe people don't realize that when crisis hits like this, People ask existential questions. Does God exist? Does he know I'm alive? What happens when I die? Does he care? Is he there? That's, of course, where Sat7 is uniquely prepared to respond from a Christian and biblical perspective about a sovereign God who cares, a heavenly father who is empathetic and loves them. No other religion has a God who cares like the heavenly father of Scripture. So, yes, we connect with them in that way. The doctors in Turkey are saying, hey, the first wave, of course, were a lot of injuries, physical. Now they're seeing PTSD and panic attacks and stress and heart attacks, which, of course, physical, but coming off of emotional, spiritual issues that we can speak directly to. Uh, If I got one more moment, I've been comparing this in terms of Turkey with 9-11 in the United States. It's a totally different kind of circumstance. But 9-11 got the United States Americans' attention. We were scared. Yeah. That's what's happened in Turkey. The earthquakes have gotten 85 million people's attention. And so they're all asking these questions and concern, not just the people in the impact zone. Well, as you now have attention, what types of uh, programming and hope are being broadcast into Turkey and Syria to provide, uh, you know, biblical answers? We do some uh, live programming because it produces more, encourages more interaction. People call in. Uh, responding to their questions. We put on more programming that features uh, pastors, theologians, spiritual counselors who can speak directly to these kinds of questions. Um, We give them information on where to find uh, medical aid and health insofar as we know those kind of things. We had a group of our uh, Sat7 Turk team uh, that went into the impact zone themselves for about a week and a half to film to interact, to encourage Christian leaders and be able to report all that back to, again, a total audience of not just believers, but whomever watches Sat7 Turk. Well, if you want to find out more about Sat7, I encourage you to go check out their website, sat7usa.org. 
Um, you think about the uh, impact, the potential impact of reaching into all of these different countries where Christianity is in the minority with the hope of the good news of the gospel. And I uh, so appreciate the fact that you are doing that. want to uh, stand with you, encourage you to keep going. And if you want to be a part and find out more about that as you're listening this morning, I encourage you to go visit the website. Again, it is sat 7 the number seven, S-A-T, the number seven, USA dot O-R-G.